in the precious and the lovely name of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and welcome once again to the Fellowship Temples podcast. I am Brother Gene Rickard speaking to you. I'm the pastor of the Fellowship Temple Church located in Weldon Avenue in Madisonville, Kentucky in the USA and I'm certainly thankful for that fine song by my daughter, Sister Beverly Pettit and also my son, Brother David Rickard that must have been a trail of tears and it probably was tears on that on that day and this is uh, uh, the Easter month and uh, I tell you this is a, to me <clears throat> the most exciting time uh, about Easter and uh, and Easter's coming up and well from this uh, podcast it'll be about a couple of weeks and uh, we are those in this in living in this area around the, in the Madisonville Kentucky area we invite you over to be with us at our sunrise service starting at 6 o'clock. And we invite you. And I know that ones that's far off and I know you can't come. But you can listen to our podcast and get touched and blessed. And most of all, I want to hear about someone being saved. And I would like to give my address at this uh, moment. And the address is 
uh, Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky, and the zip code is 42431 in the USA. And we would be glad to uh, hear from you some way, somehow, you can get in contact with us uh, through the Internet, and we'd appreciate that. And uh, also, you can go to the Fellowship Temple page, and you can find us on the, uh, Facebook sometimes. We have a live services on Sunday morning. And, uh, but now, I'm hoping we'll have a live service on Easter Sunday morning, and you can uh, go there on, at, early that morning. All right? So uh, we're going to get into uh, the, uh, another new message today. Uh, weeping may endure to the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Oh, my. That is, uh, we have a, a lot of uh, uh, weeping now, but joy is going to come after a while. Thank God for the victory that we can, we're more than overcomers through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'll tell you, my friends, I like to hear about someone getting born again, as I said, born of the Spirit, knowing Jesus Christ. And, uh, but I want to say real quickly now, this was made for our radio broadcast. This is what you're about to hear before I started the podcast. So sometimes you'll hear me say the broadcast. So I know that this is the podcast, but I won't get that. So this is going to be part one. Weeping may endure to the night, but joy cometh in the morning. We'll get started. Psalms 30, and the fifth verse goes like this. For his anger endureth but a moment, and his favor is life. Weeping may endure for the night, but joy cometh in the morning. Then I'm going to go into Ruth in the first chapter of the book of Ruth. I'm going to read one verse there. Maybe, maybe two verses. I'm going to read the 20th verse, uh, Ruth 1 and 20. And she said unto them, Call me not Naomi, call me Mara. For the Almighty hath dealt with me bitterly with me. I went out full, and the Lord hath brought me home again empty. Why call ye me Naomi, seeing the Lord hath test testified against me, and the Almighty hath afflicted me? <clears throat> All right, uh, I'm going to stop right there, and let's go before the Lord in prayer at this time. Our most holy and righteous and precious Heavenly Father, as we come to you, the throne of grace, we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and privilege that we've had, Lord, today. We thank you, Lord, for this hour. Father, I pray that anyone here that's lost and don't know you in the free pardon of sin, we ask you, Father, that they'll come and, and come bow, bow before you and seek your face and your will. Not as I will, but thy will be done. Our gracious God that we love, I pray, Father, those out in Radio Land, ones in the hospitals, ones in the uh, rest homes, and maybe their own side of a bit of affliction. My Father, I pray to strengthen them. Help them, Lord, today. We ask it in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. In sweet Jesus' name, amen. Thank the Lord. You may be seated. Sixteenth <clears throat> chapter of St. John. I like to tie this with these two verses of Scripture. This means so much to me. I was reading that this early this morning. I was reading that and uh, studying and I brought tears to my eyes. And the 16th chapter and the 20th verse 
Jesus said this, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that ye shall weep and lament, but the world shall rejoice. And ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in travail, hath sorrow, because her hour is, is come. But as soon as she's delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for the joy that man is born in the world. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I'll see you again. And your hearts shall rejoice, and your joy may no man take from you. He says, but I'll see you again. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. And sorrow had set upon him. Sorrow had set upon him. And uh, sorrow and uh, weeping had, sor had set upon uh, Naomi. See, Naomi had a husband, and they went to the land. You've heard me preach on this a few times, but this goes in with the text today. But she was with her husband and two sons at that land of Moab for uh, about 10 years, the Scripture said. And uh, so I want you to know that this family, uh, she had lost her husband, and she also she lost her two sons. And those sons was married to Orphad, and one of them was married to Ruth. And uh, Ruth and Orphad, they both wept. They wept bitterly, they, they wept sore, because Naomi said, I have no more sons. Depart, go back home. Go your, go your ways, go to your, back to your families, because I, I have no more sons, and now the Lord has left me empty. And I want you to think about this today. We're going to be talking about empty. And uh, we're going to be talking about weeping may endure tonight, but joy comes in the morning. I want you to notice how these, uh, these scriptures here. Now notice this. And uh, so it looked like that Naomi's hope was all destroyed and all gone for raising up any children unto uh, her husband and her sons. I want to tell you, my friends, when it looks like there's all hope is gone, look up, for the Lord is still there. I've always said this, if you've got problems, if you've got trials, if you've got troubles, and if you if you're think your problem's bigger than God, I've said it so many times, and I'll say it again. Just go outside and look up, up to the sky. The sky is so much bigger than your problems. So much bigger is God than the sky. Amen? So I, that means that your problems and your trials and your tests it mounts to zero, doesn't it? When it comes to God, the Almighty, the great Creator, it's nothing, I'm telling you. And so I uh, think about, so we see Naomi, sure we're in the flesh, and sure sometimes we do get depressed and sorrow, and it hits on all of us, everywhere, on every hand. And I want you to know that as she uh, uh, was going out and she tried to get these daughter-in-laws to depart, and the Bible said, or fed, the Bible said she wept. Yes, she did weep. Let me tell you something, folks. Don't be a fool by sometimes by somebody's weeping. They may want some sometime. I have, sorry to say this, but sometimes people want national attention because they weep a little bit and they want you to feel sorry for them. Not everybody's that way, but we've got a few people that way. I'm honest with you this hour. I I really mean that. I know some people really means it from the heart when they sorrow and weep, but some people really don't mean that. And but but Orphan, yet she wept. 
and Ruth did too. But there's a difference. Ruth wept and uh, Orphet wept. But there was a difference there. But I, and the Bible said Orphet kissed Ruth and, and she kissed Ruth and she departed. And, and I want you to know but uh, one thing about Ruth, she did not depart. The Bible said she clave unto Ruth. She clave. I'll tell you that was a daughter-in-law. And I'll tell you that daughter-in-law was closer than any, anybody could ever be. I'm telling you, Ruth was stuck to her. Not very many daughter-in-laws will do that, or son-in-laws, or father-in-laws, or mother-in-laws will do that. I'll tell you right now, but brother Ruth was a special kind, and brother, she stuck with that mother-in-law. I don't care through thick and thin, and and I mean she would not depart, and she laid hard to her, and she would not. And I'll tell you, and due to this, I mean, due to this one circumstance, I'll tell you, the Bible says she went out, as the scripture goes on, and tells she went out into the field of Boaz. And brother, when Boaz was at was his field, and she, he gave instructions to the young men, don't touch her, but help her, and uh, feed her, and take care of her, and watch over her. But she was in that field. And let me tell you something, friends. Maybe some of you may be in the wrong field. Do you know what I'm talking about? Might be in the field of sin. You need to get in the right field. Come on, say amen. Thanks to be to God. I'll tell you, sin, brother, brings death. Sin is a transgression against law. And I'll tell you, sin, you cannot worship God in sin. You've got to lay all sin on every side of every weight in sin. What so do any beset us? And let us run the race with patience. And we've got to lay it aside. Can you say amen? Now listen to this, my friend. Brothers and sisters, I mean, so she was very dedicated, very holy lady. Ruth was a consecrated, dedicated she loved the Lord and she loved her mother-in-law. I mean to tell you that was a lot of love there. And she uh, as goes on to tell me further that uh, she was to be to want, she's going to raise up a seed, uh, raise up a seed under Naomi. But she had to get someone, a close kinsman to her husband, Naomi's husband. And Boaz was not the uh, closest kin. It was someone else was a closer kin and led to a side. And so this man did not want uh, uh, Ruth for his wife. But the, as they did back then, this is that they done different selves. So now we see as the closest kinman of Naomi's husband did not take Ruth uh, uh, for his wife. So Boaz said, I'm willing to, to take up Ruth as my wife. I'm willing to uh, sacrifice the cost and, and whatever it may be, I'll give up what it may be. And so Boaz was kin to Naomi's husband and then it was to raise up seed unto her husband and her family. And brother, I want to tell you, as Boaz and Ruth married, I want to tell you, the Bible says they bear, she bare a son and brother, the son was named something my friend uh, he also begat Jesse and Jesse was Obed I beg your pardon it was Obed and Obed begat Jesse and Jesse begat David and I want you here to see where I'm coming from and so now on down through the stream so we can see when the, when uh, she bare that son uh, Obed I want you to know something weeping may endure to the night but joy come in the morning I want to tell you something Naomi went out empty yes brother she went at full but she was empty but now we see the thing is turned around the thing is 
is now, it's now, she is now full, and now the empty is gone, and she emptied her heart out to God, and I want to tell you now, she had raised up a seed, and her name was Obed, and Obed was a man, was a, a saint of God, and I'm going to tell you, my friend, I want to tell you, you may, you may have sorrow this morning, you may have a trial this morning, I feel somebody here is burdened down, I feel someone has got a heavy load, but let me tell you something, weeping may endure the night, but joy is coming in the morning, you hear me, praise God, I'll tell you, they, they wept, they had sorrow, but the sorrow had passed, the, all the emptiness had passed, and now brother Obad has, has come forth, and Obad begat Jesse, Jesse begat David, and David was the, the, the bloodline to the great Messiah, Jesus Christ, and he and the, spe- and the natural speaking, we should say, as far as that goes. And let me tell you something, my friend. Don't think one second that God has forsaken you. you, you. No, I know some of you has gone through a lot, of, a lot of trials, maybe a lot of tests, and a lot of ob- obstacles. But maybe this is to test you out. Maybe it's to see if you can stand. And maybe it's maybe one more teardrop. It has to fall. Maybe it's one more prayer that you have to pray. Maybe it's one more test that you've got to go. But listen, remember, weeping may be endured to the night. The night is maybe going to fall upon you. But listen, that doesn't make no difference if it is. I'll tell you right now, remember, it, the darkest night is the brightest day is coming. Oh, thanks to be to God. Remember, she went out empty, but she was got full. Aren't you glad, brother? I'll tell you, you've got to empty your soul out today and empty your heart out to God and let your emptiness soul out here and get empty before you can be full. Can I bless God. You've got to empty that soul out before you can be full, I said. Let's go on further. And we can see in the name of the Lord. We see here, we can see another picture of another instance like this. I can see a man called Hezekiah. Now, Hezekiah was a righteous man. You say, well, what does these things hit Christians for? Folks, let me tell you, uh, the Bible says many afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver them out of them all. Many there are, yes, there are, but Hezekiah was a righteous man. He was a, a servant of God, and Hezekiah was a man of, the tr- uh, a man of truth. And, and I want to tell you, there's a message come to him one time and said, now, Hezekiah, uh, the, the Lord said that she's going to die and not live. Now then, he got the message. Now he heard that he was going to die and he wasn't going to live no longer. So Hezekiah, oh, the Bible said he turned his face into the wall and he began to weep and begin to pray. He began to seek God. Oh, for his life. Oh, let me tell you something, friend. You need some of you here today as lost. You need to weep and seek God for your spiritual life. Amen. Brother, I'll tell you, Hezekiah turned his face into the wall and began to weep and pray. There's that weeping again. There's that crying. Some people think it's a sin to cry. No, I'll tell you, my friend, the crying is a part of it. Oh, yes, it is. Crying, uh, Jesus also wept himself, did he not? Let me say, friend, and so don't give up. Keep pressing on. And may, like I said, it's one more valley. It's one more tear. It's one more trial. And it will soon be over. Bless God. It's at night time. That's when it comes by. But Brother Hezekiah was at night. And they began to, he sought the Lord with his heart, whole heart, for his life. And Brother, I'll tell you, when the, I, I can see, I can just visualize in my mind. 
there was Isaiah as he went back to midcourt. The Lord said, I've got to go back and tell Hezekiah. I've seen his tears. I've heard his prayers. I've seen those tears. Do the Bible said he bottled up every tear and all the tears in the bottle? He bought in Psalms 56, he bottles them up. And the eighth chapter book of Revelation says, and the prayers of the saints are sending up into the heavens. They're up there, the prayers is like the incense. It smells, and he, the Lord sees it, even though it may be one more tear. Oh, another prayer. Uh, maybe another crossing we've got to cross. But I can see this, my friend, Hezekiah, kept on seeking God. He walked with the Lord. And, and then the Bible said, now Isaiah said, you go back and tell Hezekiah. I've had it 15 more years to his life. <laughs> Thank God. All right, now. There he was empty. He emptied out his heart to the Lord. He was empty. And I want to tell you sometimes, emptiness is sometimes positive. Sometimes, I know in the natural speaking, if our, our car, if our tank gets going empty on our gas tank, well, it's, that's, a, that's a negative side. But sometimes empty also means positive too because Hezekiah emptied his heart out. And brother, I'm going to tell you when Isaiah went back and tell Hezekiah, he said, you, the Bible said, you're going to, God said you're going to live. He's going to add 15 years to your life. Oh, praise God, don't you know? That was just for a moment. Oh, that was a, yes, joy. And what night, listen, weeping may endure the night, but joy comes in the morning. Don't you know that was joy to Hezekiah? Don't you know when you weep and you seek God, brother, don't you know that you, the Lord of God will bless your heart and the joy is coming to you. Can you give him a wave offering? Are you with me this morning? Thank God. Yes, yes, there's tears. Sometimes there's tears for joy. Sometimes there's, uh, there's tears of sorrow. Thank the Lord. But tears is part of it. It goes along with this thing. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not ashamed of my tears, and brothers and sisters. No, I'm not. Praise God. Let me go on this share with you a little bit further. And I'm going to tell you, Hezekiah got his healing. Hezekiah was healed. Hezekiah lived the other 15 years, and God added to him. And so we can see those two families. Uh, we can see how the, the night was fall upon them. And, but we see now that the joy has came. And did you hear what the Jesus said? You shall, you shall weep and lament, and the world shall rejoice. And, but he said, uh, and ye shall be sorrowful, but your sorrow shall be turned into joy. Oh, your sorrow's going to be turned into joy. You said, when's it going to be turned in? Let's go a little further. Just got to keep on seeking God. And there's nowhere to quit. You come on, say amen. There's nowhere to look back. Too. Come on, am I right? Thank the Lord. So we go a little bit further. I see another lady. I see that, that was uh, Elkanah had uh, had two had uh, two wives in the in the Bible there. That was in the Old Testament, and uh, one of them had uh, several children, and the other one was Hannah, and, and she was a barren, and Hannah could not have any children, and Hannah was wept sore, and her was nightfall was on her. And Hannah wanted a child so bad. And she went, to, she went apart and prayed. She sacrificed. She set aside everything else. But Hannah, she sought the God. She says, why, Lord? But the Bible said the Lord had shut up her womb. That's what the Scripture said. And but maybe it was to draw her no closer to God. Maybe it was one more tear. Maybe it was one more trial. Maybe it was one more test. And we see that Hannah, and she was... 
uh, very, very uh, loving lady and a very close to God. We said, well, God, why? We see. Lord, bless God. God's got a reason and God's got a purpose for everything that takes place. Just remember God's in control and God foresee the future anyway. And we can't change the past or the past is past. Let's don't look back at the past. Let's bury the past and let's look forward. Don't, don't hold back to the past no longer. Whatever, whatever happened in the past, it's over with. Listen to this day as we look at each other today. Let's look at each other as a brand new day and what happened in the past is gone forgotten and forgiven and amen the Lord's forgiven all your sins and you ought to look up and say bless me to God and not drag up the past and that's what the problem is today I say well yes that's I know what he's done back yonder it doesn't matter what he or she done back yonder we keep holding on to something back to our grudges and we can't do that brother my Bible says you have to love one another if you're going to the city of God you've got to love everybody if you're going if you're going to the city of God. Now, I, I know we keep, we, some things we have to endure, some things we have to put up with. Sometimes uh, Moses, he, no, I know Moses got angry. I know Moses. I know sometimes we, uh, uh, sometimes things hits us sometimes the wrong way. Some, but you know, but I know one thing. I know where the altar's at, don't you? I know where the altar prayer's at. I know where, what to do. But Hannah knew what to do too. She was a very kind and rich young lady. She's loving God and rich in spirit and, and she sought the Lord. And the Bible said this, and as she fasted and she wept and prayed, the Bible said she conceived and she bare a son. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank God. Weeping man, dure to the night, but joy come to the morning. Yes. All right, we're going to stop the... Uh service right now i'm brother gene rickard speaking to you and i hope you got blessed out of the uh, part one uh, weeping may endure to the night but joy comes in the morning and it is joy is coming and i want to say unto you sinner friends you're what you're in a weeping maybe right now but i tell you what your joy can come joy in your soul you can get victory through and by the blood of jesus christ if you repent of your sins and get born of the spirit washed in his blood, get cleansed, get sanctified, get set apart from everything in this world, you can, you can have joy and victory in your life, and you can go to the city of God after a while. But I'll say to you, there's no sin going into the city of God, not now nor forever. And I just know what I'm talking about. So right now, I want to give you our address once again. It's Fellowship Temple. It's Post Office Box 209 in Madisonville, Kentucky. Zip code is 42431 and the USA, and we're not any denomination church. We just preach out of the old authorized King James Bible, the only Bible that God uses. So uh, God bless you until next week.